0: Welcome to a special presentation of Behind the Scenes where Marvel vs. Marvel revisits the production histories of some of your favourite Marvel movies and TV shows and undercovers how they made it to the screen in the first place. If you're joining us for the first time, our full-length episodes are packed with the kind of insight and behind-the-scenes notes on your favourite Marvel movies. Will you need to catch us up on the movie side of uh, into the Spider Verse? The uh, try and make sense of the dollars and cents, uh, all the uh, the stuff that you've got behind the scenes of this movie. That's what we want to get to grips with before we we tackle the uh, the story itself.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a, there's quite a bit to get through. Not as much as say Superman, which was just. Ooh, juicy But this is quite juicy in a different way So Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, as we all know, came out in 2018 Very recent film The budget was $90 million And the box office came to $375.5 million That's a success That's an absolute success I'm surprised it was that cheap,
0: I must admit Well, it's an animated film, isn't it? Animated films are usually cheaper I suppose so, yeah. But it's got quite a recognisable cast. I just really? thought it would, uh, apart from yeah. say Nicolas Cage, who pops up. I don't know who else well, is in it. Haley Steinfeld and um, uh, John Mulaney, Oscar Isaac's um, Oscar Isaac's is in it. Ah. Well, yeah. I you you're the, you're supposed to have all the behind the scenes
1: detail. <laughs> Only the good stuff. I I, I don't do names. That's for chumps. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. What else can you tell us? Surface level only, please. Will. Oh god. Don't dig too deep. Don't dig too deep. Well, yeah, I've got the
1: Rotten Tomatoes score here. How deep is that? (laughs) On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of ninety-seven percent based on three hundred ninety reviews, and also the film won Best Animated Feature at the ninety-first Academy Awards. So it's a good film.
0: It's a major award. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I'm sure we've looked at some films that have perhaps won best makeup or best. I'm not to disparage those awards, but it, it, when when you go, this is an Oscar winning film, people go, oh my God, really? What did it win? And you say, best costume design. People are like, oh, get lost. <laughs> <laughs> But well, best best feature, you know, best animated feature is a is a is a big award, really. Big these award. days. I mean, there's so much competition for that. Oh, absolutely. Because they, they they only have one, like you know,
1: one award for that, and that's it. They don't have best put uh, actor in an animated feature. It's just boom, mm. animated feature, boom. That's it. That's it. Done. So the CGI uh, is, is a mix of animation CGI. The CGI animation for the film was combined with line work and painting and dots and all sorts of comic book techniques to make it look like it was created by hand, which just described as a living painting. This is why it was so mesmerizing to watch. You had that mix. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, the film was partly inspired. This is the interesting bit by the 2010 video game Spider-Man: Shattered Dimensions, which involved reality shattering into multiple realities. This game would influence the 2014 comic book storyline Spider-Verse, which, uh-huh, is loosely, loosely, the influence for this film.
0: I had that video game. Um, you did. I never played it, that, it. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is so. I thought. This was going to be great because we got Will, the video, you know, of the two of us, you're the video game expert, and to be able to have like a whole comic book story and movie inspired by a video game, and then the two of us, I'm the only one that's played it. The, um, I didn't play it, superhero games back then. The only superhero
1: game I was playing back then was Arkham Asylum.
0: It's the uh, video superhero video games were kind of the the only things I bought were superhero games and uh, rest, the wrestling games. Yeah, they were good. Although I I only did one Arkham game and then I was like, it's all going to be like this, so I I don't need to buy anymore. Oh, I've, I've played this now. Arkham City's much better. Whereas this had the lure of majorly for me, this had the lure of Spider Man twenty ninety nine slap bang on the cover mm. we'll talk about some of that later on um what else can you tell us about about that game then will so the game revolves around an artifact known as the
1: tablet of order and chaos when it's shattered into pieces during a fight between spider-man and mysterio it causes problems multiple realities across the the marvel multiverse madame web calls on four versions of spider-man from four realities to assist in bringing the realities back into balance so you've got the amazing spider-man spider-man noir as you said spider-man 2099 and ultimate spider-man the players control uh, the player controls each of the four spider-men as they attempt to retrieve tablet fragments from villains within their respective dimensions who now possess new abilities granted by the tablet and also fun fact the the voice of peter parker was done by neil patrick harris
0: fantastic which peter parker uh regular i think regular, regular i think i think
1: default parker
0: um, yeah it was a good game Every different level you played A different version of Spider-Man doing, doing, That had different power set And yeah. a different task yeah. It says Ultimate Spider-Man here And I guess it is Ultimate Spider-Man But it's Ultimate Spider-Man with the Venom symbiote Ah okay So it's black costume uh, yeah. Spidey Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Also uh, back to the film Since the uh, 180 animators working on the movie were all big Marvel fans who wanted to draw Stan Lee He appears in more scenes than just his cameo He can be seen sitting in pretty much every subway train featured in the movie Hit pause whenever a train goes past and you'll probably see him Wow Yeah I I was about to say, you know, are we giving him too many cameos? And they're like, nope, he needs to be in every bit (laughs) Yeah So another bit was the invisibility Apparently was a tough one For the animators to depict on screen The portrayal of Miles' invisibility In the film went through Around 70 different designs Before settling in on what it would look like I can't imagine There being too many designs for invisibility
0: Yeah but if you think about How the the invisibility looks In the film it looks more like A chameleon Kind of uh, colour mapping effect You can see the detail of Miles as he moves yeah. You the audience It's like um, Predator yeah. invisibility Rather than um, Just don't draw, him. Don't draw <laughs> him Which is what I would have done I would have got to Instead of 70 different designs I would have got to design number 5 And gone lads we can knock off early <laughs> Just don't draw him
1: <laughs> I know Let's we, go to the pub I know we've got to make this mesmerising But come on this scene takes 5 minutes Yeah Yeah The uniquely gorgeous animation style of Spider Man into the Spider Verse was designed to immerse viewers in the pages of a comic book. This was achieved by adding a hand drawn touch on top of state of the art computer generated animation. Every single frame was refined by artists after it was rendered through a computer, so the final image would be lovely and crafted by hand. So, similar to another point I mentioned above. Also, in the alternate universe featuring Peter B. Parker, he's going through a messy divorce with Mary Jane Watson. This is a reference to an unproduced script draft that Sam Raimi was working on for Spider-Man 4. Peter and MJ would have been married and later gotten divorced when it was revealed that Peter had an affair with Felicia Hardy.
0: I find that very hard to believe because I think Sam Raimi understands Spider-Man very well and I can't believe anyone who understands Spider-Man very well would have him have an affair. That's just not in Peter Parker's character I, whatsoever.
1: I reckon it might have been. He he looked like he was having an affair, but it wasn't. And then
0: yeah, I I immediately thought that as you said yeah. it. Yeah, like a misdirect kind of thing. You know,
1: or may, or maybe like Sam Raimi's going ah sod it, I'm gonna make it dark and gritty like every other superhero theme film in the naughties. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, lastly, according to Rodney Rothman, one of uh, into the
0: Spider-Man's uh, sorry into the into the Spider-Man, that's like an inner space version. We're gonna shrink. Spider ham down and inject him <laughs> yeah. into the bloodstream of Peter Parker. It's always a psychological evaluation. In, it, uh, or it's a disturbing porn film.
1: I, I was going to go with that, but I was like, Rob, won't let me say that. And there he goes, taking the glory of filth. Anyway, according to Rodney Rothman, one of the uh, co The
0: glory of filth should be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> I think the glory of filth is going to
1: be yet another catchphrase for this podcast. No. <laughs> it's nothing. At the end of it, next year, it's just going to be constant catchphrases. So, anyway, according to. Rodney Rothman, one of the co-directors, a lot of Miles's characterization came from. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong. Shemake Moore's performance is that is that right? Sure. If uh, if anyone's got a problem with that, let me know. I will adjust accordingly. Uh, he landed the role instantly when his first dialogue tests blew the filmmakers away. The animators weren't just animating Miles around the words he was saying. More communicated unscripted emotions and body language, just in how he delivered the lines, giving the animators a lot more to work with when it came to characterising the protagonist.
0: And that's, uh, I mean, the, the the voice work in this uh, is fantastic, oh, especially especially the leads. They all seem to nail it. Um, the only detraction for me is that Nick from New Girl. Is always Nick from New Girl T- To me it is just Nick As Spider-Man And that is hilarious and wonderful But it is, it is uh, Slightly distracting I've never but watched New go. Girl Oh my god We're going to take a break while I throttle Will Thanks for joining us As we revisit some of our favourite moments From Marvel vs Marvel Don't forget our full length episodes are jam-packed with hours of Marvel trivia, behind the page, behind the scenes, and comic book Marvel history.